Welcome to the Sports Fan Radio Podcast. Today, Paul Dalligan looks at the start to the NRLW season and gives his predictions on how the teams will finish at the end of the season. He also looks at NRL Round 21. That's a good afternoon to Paul Dalligan. Paul, a few fewer people on the panel today, but basically it's a discussion of the NRLW and the NRL, so uh, I couldn't have a better person to be discussing it with than you. We've got more men down than Saving Private Ryan, uh, Professor, but uh, I did watch Oppenheimer last night on that note. Quite a, uh, a good movie. Anything that keeps me engrossed for three hours must be some sort of movie. And would you recommend it for me to have a look at? I'd give it three thumbs up if I had a third one. It was, <laughs> it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So the acting, top notch. Uh, if we talk about supporting bench, interchange bench, when you've got Gary Oldman coming off the interchange bench at about the uh, two and a half hour mark, it's a pretty fine cast. All right, Paul. Well, today, well, yesterday started the NRLW season. It's good to see a league that's got the women's game at the forefront of what they're doing. Obviously, they're very well organised. Um, compare that to the AFLW. They just seem to be in total disarray. But let's let's concentrate on the positives. Round one of NRLW kicked off yesterday. First game, Titans 16, Cowboys 6. Cowboys, the new team in town. Uh, at halftime, they had the 6-4 lead, but uh, just couldn't keep going. No, they couldn't, and perhaps... We might see the first team to succeed on the Gold Coast being the women's Titans team because we can talk about it soon, but the men's Titans team has dropped off, sacked their coach. So perhaps it would be a nice story if the women's team on the Gold Coast can go on and do something this season. I have to say I'm very impressed with the way the NRL has done this. It doesn't seem as obstinate as the AFL, and I'm not comparing the codes, but They've added four teams in areas, and I'll rattle through them. Cronulla, I grew up there. It's a, it's a rugby league area. Uh, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal nursery there. There's nearly half a million people in that area, just in the Cronulla area alone, and a lot of which girls and boys play rugby league. So it's no surprise that the Cronulla, the new team, is one of the favourites to win it all. They had a lot of women ready to play, but they've also gone out and poached a lot of stars from the Dragons. They've gone across the Tom Ugly Bridge there or the uh, Captain Cook Bridge, one of the two, and they've brought back some stars, including the equivalent of the Brownlow Medal winner, the Dalian winner, Emma Tonagato from the Dragons. So they've poached their neighbouring team, and I think the Sharks could go a very long way in this competition, and we'll see them later in action um, this afternoon. Well... The Titans score trier, I, I gave her her name 10 out of 10. Destiny Mino Sinapati. Something for everyone there. Uh, <laughs> that's a great name. So uh, you, you wonder whether, and forgive me, but the Destiny, of, as I said, it would be great to see a sporting team. How many years and how many codes have we mentioned on the Gold Coast uh, over the years of this radio show? We've got AFL, we've got NRL, we've got soccer. NBL. NBL, we're, we're yet to find a team on the on the Gold Coast. Uh, the, the teams, though, the powerhouses, as always, in the in the NRL women's, when I say as always, it's only gone on for, for two years, but it's it's doubled in, more than doubled in size over, over just this superb season. Uh, the Roosters are a powerhouse. 
they got off to a great win against the Broncos. That's been grand finals before, Broncos and Roosters. So that's an early intent from the Roosters, an away game, to win 36-18 over the Broncos. And the Dragons are always thereabouts. And the Knights won it last year. So you, you've got a competition that's incredibly close. The only possible question marks are the two of the new teams, I think. The Tigers and North Queensland may struggle, but Balmain's a rugby league area. And North Queensland, as we know, there's a lot of uh, great players coming through there, men and women, and also, too, it's a great place to live. So that they won't have too much trouble, I don't think, the, the Cowboys in, um, in getting players to want to play there. There's one thing I did... Come. Yeah, there's one thing I did notice. I, I watched each of the coaches' uh, press conferences from yesterday's games in the NRLW, Paul, and there is one very similar thing between AFLW and NRLW. Of the six coaches who were interviewed yesterday, only one is a female, and that's uh, the coach of the Titans, Karen Murphy. And that is a shame, and we, we hope that that will change in time. Uh, it's a great statement for uh, female participation in, in sport. Uh, what, what they tried to do initially with the competition is run it just after the cricket season was over. They've now made a decision, rightly or wrongly, to run it alongside the men's season. And I think we've used the phrase piggyback before. I don't care what you want to call it. If it runs in conjunction with the men's season, it puts more bums on seats and more people watching. I think that's that's a great thing. Um, and yeah. and I, I, I mentioned, I, think I sent you an article just on the round ball game, that there are some people coming forward and saying with all the negativity in soccer sometimes and the, the, the diving and the professionalism in terms of, uh, I won't say cheating, but um, gameplay, that the Women's World Cup might be a more entertaining event than the men's. And I, I did send you that fantastic advertisement for the French women's football team, soccer team, and they put AI over the faces and you presumed it was the men that were playing. And it was actually the women's French team and it showed bicycle kicks, it showed phenomenal athleticism and it showed the, the professionalism. And it's a brilliant way to show that this isn't a different standard, it's just a different game completely and well worth watching. The other thing I picked up that the NRLW, or the NRL are doing, Paul, is that there is now on the... Fox devoted NRL channel, NRLW360. Yeah, which is great. And that, that is a great way to pick up on what's happening. It all depends on the, the, the commentators you've got on there, but they've got, it, they've got it right. And they're certainly going all in this year. They've got the 10 teams. They've got the nine rounds. Early on, it was pretty much teams playing each other every second week. But this, this is really going to be great competition. And with, as you know, with more coverage comes more fans, comes more money, comes more sponsorship and comes more players who'll be able to play professionally and not have to juggle and the standard will only keep increasing. So of yesterday's games, Paul, the only new team to play who got defeated was the North Queensland Cowboys. All the other established teams played each other, which I think is a, a very good way to start. Um, this afternoon... Well, already kicked off. Uh, we've got the Eels playing the West Tigers. The Eels already been in the competition, but the West Tigers knew. Um, who do you like in that one? I like the Eels in that simply because of their uh, 
established prowess in the game. The Tigers have a player called Keezy Apps, who we might have mentioned a few times before. She's one of the, the key signings there. But I, I do think the Eels, just with their uh, established credentials, will, will should win that. But I, I'm most looking forward to the Sharks match. And if we had Gilding on, uh, I think that that is, that is the bet of the day, the Sharks, to beat uh, the Raiders there at home there at, at Shark Stadium, uh, particularly given uh, it's their first game, they're at home and they've poached, as I said, the, the stars of the Dragons team, which has been a mainstay of the comp and, and some superstar players and the, and the best player in the game um, to, to the Sharks. So keep an eye out for Tonegato, Emma. She's very uh, presentable on air and she's a great player and it'll be well worth watching the Sharks today. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And have you got a uh, final scoreline in mind for that game? I think 22 to 10 for the Sharks and uh, we've got the Eels and the Tigers running, as you said, as we speak. All right, Paul. Um, we look forward to the NRL prognostications of ladder finishes at the end of the season. I've uh, tasked you with telling me how the NRLW ladder will look at the end of the season. So who have you got at number 10? Uh, unfortunately, I think um, the Cowboys at 10. Then the Tigers at nine. And then uh, we'll go, I was going to go from the, the top up, but uh, we'll go through it from there. So I've got, yeah, that, that's the nine and 10. Unfortunately, there's always going to be some at the bottom. Uh, and then I think towards the end, we're going to have the Sharks. Oh, no, I think the Sharks might actually win it all. So if we go from the top, Sharks to win it all. The new team. Oh, the, new te the new team will take out the premiership. That's what I think, yes. And, uh, you know, I've got a left field prediction on the men's game as well. So I think they'll win it all. The Sharks. Then I had um, uh, the Knights to come in second as the defending champs. And then I had the Roosters at third. Dragons at fourth. Broncos at fifth. And then the teams we haven't mentioned are the Eels at six, seven, the Titans. Well, we can remember them. That's nicely done. And I think that leaves the Cowboys, doesn't it, down at eight? No, Raiders. Oh, the Raiders at eight. I just don't, I just don't think they've got enough of the new players, but we will see. So, Paul, for the people who probably aren't following NRLW all that closely, is it a top four at the end of the season? Uh, it is out of the, the ten teams. So nine rounds. And uh, that should take us through uh, a few months' time, and then we'll we'll see what happens. There's no no odds that I can see on uh, the bookies, but uh, I'd like I'd be interested to see when I do get online as to who they've got to win it all. But I, I do think the Sharks, uh, with the best player in the game and a great area for rugby league, it would be fantastic if they could uh, do some great things. All right, Paul. Uh, let's look at NRL round 21 Thursday night was the kickoff for the round. Dragons 18, West Tigers 14. Uh, Dragons improved their position from the bot from uh, 15 or 16 to 15. Um, West Tigers now look like a Monty for the wooden spoon. 
Yeah, you must be glad that the dogs aren't involved in the spoon bowl. I know we're expecting the dogs to uh, be a lot better this year, but the Dragons showed enough. And there's a player who astoundingly was on the outer, I think because he'd fallen out with the former coach, uh, Zach Lomax, who starred for the Dragons. He's a superstar, but he's just got to get his head right. Dustin Martin probably comes to mind as an equivalent in the, in, uh, in the AFL. But he played well and the Dragons were good enough to beat the Tigers. The big question for the Dragons is, uh, is coaching um, as to what happens next year. You've got Flanagan there, so let's see what happens. But the, the interim guy's doing not, not too bad a job. Are there any whispers on who will get that Dragons job, Paul? Have you oh, Shane, Shane Flanagan's in, coming in. Okay. Um, but the, the big thing is he's lost... Um, Lost the halfback, so that's that's their best player. Uh, to keep any team to 14, the Tigers have got enough attacking to score a lot more points than that. So he's obviously the new coach. This is who's in. Oh, sorry, the interim coach has shored up their defence. You would have got a good price on the Dragons keeping any team to 14 points a month or two ago. All right, Paul. The first game on Friday night was an absolute cracker. Um, Warriors getting up in golden point time, 21 to 20. The, the Raiders' final try certainly had me on the edge of my seat, the way they pulled off some form of miracle. And Jared Croker had a kick to win it after the final siren and, and missed. And, uh, of course, there went the game. Which is very unlike him. Uh, Ricky Stewart, annoyed in a press conference, isn't uh, anything unusual, but he, he thought it should have been a penalty try uh, at the end there. So he, he didn't think it should have even gone to that that point where Croker had to kick that goal. It is unfortunate. Croker's a legend of the Raiders. He's the heart and soul of the team to the point where he retired, but he was, he was begged to come back by his players. And Ricky Stewart, when presented with that, you can't really say much when the players are desperate for someone to come back. He had to allow him back in the team. So it would have been a fairy tale, but we know that sports are often a long way from fairy tales. I do maintain that the Raiders will make the grand final. I know you might look at me like many do, that uh, it's time for the nuthouse. But I, I maintain my Raiders and Cowboys grand final prediction from, uh, I think it was last week or two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, Paul. Well, so that, that win puts the Warriors up to third. My question for you is, are they the real deal? Well, they're great at home. They've started winning away from home. Uh, I remember on one of our earliest shows, they love a, a plane trip to Australia about as much as Tony Mockbell. Uh, and I... <laughs> I was told by Dad not to talk about such things after one of our first shows, but uh, that's when they'd lost about six in a row in Australia. They're better than that now, but I, I just don't know if they... If the grand finals and the finals are played in New Zealand, they're a big chance, but they're, they're doing very well, and it's great for the game in rugby, uh, rugby league in New Zealand. So that, drop, that loss drops the Raiders to fifth. If, as you say, the Raiders will make the grand final... Do they have to finish top four to do that? Or could you see them making it even if they finish as low as fifth? Well, I'm looking at the table now. They've got a game up on the uh, Warriors. Um, I think they'll replace them in the top four. Uh, so I think the Raiders will finish top four. North Queensland will finish in the eight. And they're probably on different sides of the draw. And that, I, I maintain that, that that's going to be Penrith, obviously, the sticking point. My Rabbitohs, we'll talk about, have dropped out of the eight. But on form, uh, that, that's a game that the, the Raiders almost came back from the dead and won in New Zealand. That shows how good they're going. 
All right, Paul, well, you mentioned the Rabbitohs, so that's a good segue to the next game. Um, an, unex an unexpected result, um, leading 14-12 at half time. I'll say one word, or no, I'll say two words, Adam Reynolds. Yes, and I, I've got to say, I mean, it tore at my heart, almost literally seeing at the screen that Reynolds grabbing his Broncos badge. This is a guy who grew up opposite the, the Redfern Oval, uh, won the premiership, broke the drought. I thought he'd be there forever, but I, I don't think it was an up yours to the Rabbitohs. It was simply that he's, a, he, he's devoted to where he plays and you can't hold that against him. He was squeezed out of the Rabbitohs, so he did have to rebuild. And my word, hasn't he done that? So you, you can't hold it against him. I, 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 I guess the reference I'm making, I mean, I just finished watching Ted Lasso and there's a, a striker in that who scores against his old team and he deliberately doesn't give it the usual celebrations out of respect to his former club. I think the moment just got to Reynolds and I can't hold it against him as a Rabbitohs fanatic that he celebrated winning the game. It, it's not an up yours. It's, he's not that type of person. But he's, he's celebrating with his team. So who can hold that against him? Could you see any reason for the second half fall-off Paul, because uh, the Rabbitohs led 14-12 at half time. They only scored six points after the half, but allowed the Broncos in for 24. Yes, well, I think our coach, Jason Demetrio, is starting to look a bit like his namesake from the AFL of years gone by. when I mean, he, he certainly did a good angry face. But uh, I think that's six of eight matches we've lost now since I started proclaiming it the year of the rabbit. And two billion Chinese can't be wrong. Uh, We've really dropped off and there is a problem in the team. So you can't blame State of Origin. There's just an issue there and it's, it's got to be fixed pretty soon. We're out of the eight and I look at the teams above us. There's not going to be many knocked out of that eight. You've got the Melbourne Storm in there. You've got the Sharks and you've got a, a, a resurgent Eels. So we'd better get this together or we're not going to. And we've also got the Roosters at our heels. So we might not make the eight at this rate. Well, the jury's out on the Rabbitohs about whether they're in danger of missing or not. Only the next coming weeks will tell, Paul. Well, and it's it's disappointing because we had such a good start. I, I do have to point out, though, the bookies are keeping the Rabbitohs safe and they, as we know, generally know what they're talking about. They've got them in fourth position in their, their odds, so they certainly don't think that we're, uh, we're going to drop out of the eight. Well, you're right about saying the Roosters are snapping at your heels, Paul. Um, the game against the Titans, it was over at halftime, 30-0. to zero. Um, that, was, that was one of the best uh, matches that the Roosters have played all season. It was. A lot of people were writing them off. I think we might have called for the red pen a few weeks ago. I, I still think they've got a few issues there. I don't know if they'll make the eight. I, I don't think they'll make the eight. But the way they played there against a pretty good Titans team who've been good of late... Um, yeah, it was quite a statement. Sitting 13th, are the, are the Titans gone? Oh, gone, yes. Unfortunately, Red, so yeah. Red line? Yes. Well, they, they sacked their coach, so that's never great. Uh, I don't think you're often going to find teams sacking a coach and then rebounding to the point where sustained, sustained success. So uh, that's an interesting one. And Des Hasler coming in, I think they're just in a, in a transit lounge phase until next year. So the Roosters are 11th. I would suggest that their chances of playing finals is probably on life support, but there's still a heartbeat. I would not want to face the Roosters, put it that way. 
in the next few weeks. I, I haven't checked who they've got, but there'd be some nervous teams facing them. And the, the Storm lost to the Knights, quite an unexpected result there. That would have sunk many a multi across the country because a lot of people just throw the Storm in as, as specials. The Knights have still got some life in them. They've got the best name in the game and perhaps Australian sport, Bradman Best. He can't stop scoring. Uh, so he's, uh, he's just doing well. And the team's starting to find a bit of form. Kalen Ponga, of course, wasn't involved in the origin, so there won't be any risk of fatigue with him. And they're a dangerous team and just sitting outside the eight as well. Another reason why the Rabbitohs can't get complacent. They're not rated by the bookies at all. They're 100 to 1 for a team that's one point out of the eight. I think that might tell you that the, those that, that make money in this sport don't think they'll keep it going. Now, Paul, the Storm went to a very early 12-0 lead. I looked at the game and I thought, this game's all over. It's just the Storm are going to put up a cricket score. And they put, they put their cue back in the rack. Well, I think we don't have to think too hard as to who might be the angriest man in Australia today. And his name starts with Craig and his surname starts with B. So it, provided that his head didn't explode overnight, They'll be, they might already be training down there at uh, Punt Road, the Storm. Uh, I don't think he stands for that sort of effort. I, I haven't watched Bellamy's press conference, but he would have done well to avoid any expletives. I did, see, I did notice him pacing the coach's box as he usually does, and he had a strained look on his face. So uh, I don't know that I would have liked the spray that I, I imagine the players would have got. Well, I think that's his resting face uh, in, in game days. I, I do know someone who's tried to talk to him at a corporate function and you didn't get much before the match. You don't get much afterwards. But uh, he doesn't want to be leaving his Storm team on this sort of note. So that, they've got to get it together. They've got the stars there. But uh, all credit to the Knights. It would be great for rugby league if they snuck into the eight. Now, that result has dropped the storm out of the top four do you see them being able to scramble back in i'm looking at it just in there at fourth on my ladder um the storm they're ahead of the raiders at same points but they've got the raiders covered by 120 on differential uh i, I think they should be okay to make the top four okay the final game yesterday the cowboys 24 getting over the Eels, 16. Um, another game that looked like it might have been over at halftime, 16-4. Um, can the Cowboys stay in the eight? They can, and I'm tipping them to make the grand final. So I, I think they'll be very dangerous. The, the reason why I looked earlier, there was no odds for them because one of their star players, Valentine, I've got a dream, Holmes, former NFL uh Participant, I won't say star. Uh, he was on report, so he could be facing extended stint on the sidelines. That might have been why, when I checked the odds this morning, that was zero um, for the Cowboys because they're waiting on that. Okay, and the Eels are eighth at the moment. Can they stay in? I think that they might drop out for the Rabbitohs to make it, with the Knights, Roosters, and Manly just missing out. That's my prediction now. I, I can't see any of Brisbane, Penrith, New Zealand, Melbourne, Canberra, Cronulla or North Queensland not making the eight. And that's seven teams. <laughs> that leaves one 
And I'll say it again, out of Parramatta South, Newcastle, Sydney, Manly, and we've written Gold Coast off. There's only one of those five. That can take that last spot. And that, I think a lot of people would have had a lot of those teams in the eight. So that's interesting top eight we've got. All right, Paul. Today's games, the two o'clock game now, I've got to explain the last leg of the Professor's Parlay is Penrith to beat Canterbury. Is there any chance that I'll suffer the last leg hoodoo? Your team, you've put in there. Are you, are you one of these, I bet against my team that way, either my heart or my wallet's happy. You know what I want? I want the Cronella. I want the heart and the wallet to be happy. Uh, I'm disappointed there, Professor. I say that with love but uh, and an and endearing manner. A dollar and one, the Panthers are. You'd probably get more money if you gave it to ING for the afternoon to sit on, I think. So if that if that loses, I think I'm done. Your nineteen dollars are the Bulldogs, and I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't put the twenty cents on this table in front of me on them. I, I, I don't think even Daniel Lee would take that bet. No, I don't think so, and it's at Penrith Stadium as well, so that 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 could be absolutely and the only possible distraction but it hasn't derailed the Raiders with Whiten going, is Jerome Luai's on the way out the door. Uh, he's had a big split with his management. He's lost out on a $100,000 third-party deal. He's already made the dreaded, I've got three kids to look after. How often does that mean someone stays with their club, Professor, when I've got to put my family first? That's normally an indication. Almost as much as of a death knell as if the coach has got the board full support. So that that could be the only possible distraction with the... Panthers, uh, that, that Jerome Luai is on the way out. And the irony, he could be headed to the team he's playing today, the Bulldogs. Well, they need the Bulldogs need all the help they can get, Paul. Um, we've had two seasons now where we've had an influx of at least seven or eight new players. And the results are exactly the same. It is. You, you've had some un, unlucky times with injuries, but it's, it's a... It's a it's a team for a patient soul because you've waited a long time, as you say, to get this right. And to be $19 when you've got all these star power arrived, yes, there's been some injuries, but it's disappointing. Uh, and I know where we're going next. You want to know what Schooner thinks about the Seagulls prospects. I think the Sharks are on the rise. And I, I just don't see the, uh, the Seagulls being able to get it done today. Not with Tom Draboyevich out. So... The Sharks, playing at home, have got everything to win for, Paul. They're sixth at the moment. But if they win, I just had a quick look at the table. On the points difference, they'll jump up to fourth. Yes, and that's, that's why uh, it's a big one for them. Interestingly, they've just signed Matthew Lodge. I used to say he's played at more clubs than the Deltones, but that loses the younger viewers. I'll, I'll go with he's played at more clubs than James Rain or uh, whatever you'd like me to put in there. But he, he's been around the world, literally, Matthew Lodge got in trouble in America, and he's coming in off the interchange bench for Manly. The coach has come out and said he's a changed man, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I just think that that Sharks team is going to be too strong at home there. The Sea Eagles do not perform well without uh, Tom Trevojevic. No, they don't. And uh, I'm just having a look now. There's, there's Jake Trevojevic there, but uh, that's not just going to be enough, unfortunately. And when you've got um, one of my favourite most damaging players, Talakai, coming off the interchange and not starting. Uh, that shows you that there's some strength in that Sharks. 
back line. And I just think they'll be a bit strong. And of course, you've got an angry Nico Hines who's missed out on State of Origin. Cherry Evans is there. You've got Josh Schuster who said he'll be the best player in the game one day. Get, well, don't get started if he's going to talk <laughs> like that. Uh, that's his words. It's, it's up there with Kanye West saying, my biggest life regret is I'll never get to see myself perform live. Uh, J- Josh Schuster certainly not shy on the self-promotion. So the Sea Eagles 12th, have we got a red line through them, Paul? Uh, put a maroon line through them, given their team colours. Uh, unfortunately, I, I can't see them getting ahead of the Roosters, Rabbitohs or Eels. Perhaps they might get past the Knights, but that's about it. That won't be enough. All right, Paul. Um, Panthers, Bulldogs, thoughts on a final score? Uh, 34-6. I'm sorry about that. And for the Sharks and the Sea Eagles? Uh, 22-10. Sounds like the latter game will be more interesting, Paul. I think it will. We had full house down there at Shark Park, given the importance of that game. As you say, top four is, is very important there. Uh, I query who they'll knock out of the eight. Uh, perhaps the Warriors, if they can't keep up their form, or the Storm, even if they don't um, keep playing. I, I think that the Raiders will push up into the top four. So that's either the Warriors or Melbourne to slip out because I do think the Sharks will finish top four. All right, Paul, thanks for giving us your thoughts on both the NRLW and the NRL. Um, double, double the fun with double the competitions. That's it. And it's great for women's sport and the, and the, the game. I love watching it and they're running it well. It's good to see a competition run well, particularly with the Commonwealth Games debacle and uh, the AFL women's not going well at all. So it's great for league and also to see New Zealand win regularly for galvanising a whole country. You saw that New Zealand winning the soccer, uh, women's soccer was fantastic. Uh, I'm loving seeing the the way the Warriors are playing this year and the men's side of the game. But it's, as I said, the, the, the Cronulla team is going to be great for the game if that that's a great rugby league area if they can do well all right paul thanks for being with us today and uh sports fan radio will be back in a fortnight so we'll talk to you then good stuff thank you good afternoon thanks for listening to the sports fan radio podcast in our next podcasts we'll be talking with cte and concussion specialists dr michael buckland and dr alan pierce 